Hello, hello. Quality bullshit, where the bullshit is worth listening to. Welcome back. We got a little surprise for you today. It's a bit of a bonus episode. It's just myself and my wife, Brooke. How you doing, babe? Hi, honey. <laughs> so we had a spur-of-the-moment idea. We were looking for, we both have off this week, we were looking for something to do, and Brooke said, let's make a podcast. So I was like, all right, let's let's uh, let's do this. We're just doing this on the fly, so it's going to be uh, pretty interesting probably, so let's uh let's dive into it how's your week ben how's your week off ben oh pretty good um haven't been doing a whole lot i bought a new video game pga 2k 23 i've been playing that with brendan and hunter well i haven't played with hunter yet but i've been playing with brendan a little bit um i've been playing Fortnite with jake and dustin a little bit Uh, i went golfing today with dave guy from work that was pretty fun not a whole lot. It's been raining most of the week, so haven't really been doing a whole lot. Just sitting inside and, you know, just hanging out, enjoying my week off. With your lovely wife? Yep, with my <laughs> lovely wife. Yeah, I had this week off, too. I um, am done with school, so in the summertime, I usually work for a restaurant at a golf course, which a shout out to Sodus Bay Heights. If you're looking for a nice meal, that's the great place to go in a round of golf. Yeah, they have good food there. Yep, Jerry's frequented there while I've been working, and he gets a burger usually. Yeah, they got good burgers. Mm-hmm. And other food, too, if you've ever attended Yeah, they got some banquets. fancy food and stuff, too, right? Mm-hmm. They got, you know, they banquets. I don't know if you can get it on the restaurant menu, but they got, you know, prime rib and noodles they have. Do they have... Uh, they have, like, different fish specials and stuff like that. Yeah, they have, uh, what's that? chicken parm or anything mm-hmm. like that for banquets um, and whatnot or for banquets they do i don't know if it's i don't think it's usually on their original menu but yeah yep it's so i didn't have to work this week and so we both had the week off and it was either gonna you know be a fun time or annoy each other the whole time yep. <laughs> you have next week off too right no uh i think the beginning but like we get our schedules on sundays so we won't i won't find out till sunday what our the rest of our schedule is but yeah, next week we're supposed to have some days where that he that we have events and stuff like that. But you have you have off from summer school. You don't start summer school or your observation hours yet, right? Yeah, my observation hours won't start till like July tenth or something like that. So still waiting to hear back from college. So anybody, yeah, anybody that I don't know if we've talked about it before, but Brooke's going back to school, back to college to be a teacher. Um, so. Let's wish her all good luck on that. She's doing a hell of a job so far. She's piled on the workers. She's piled herself on with work, and she's been taking, you know, two classes at a time for a while now, and it's a lot of stress on her. But I really, you know, give her the pat on the back for doing that and putting herself through all that, and it's it'll pay dividends in the long run, I'm sure. So. Yep, and it's what I want to do. So yep. ever since Jerry and I met, I always told him I wanted to get into education and teach, and I was already an aide at a school district, and then I became a TA, and after, what was that, four years of us being together, or three or four years after us being together, I said, I still think I want to teach, and you said, go for it. Yep, do it. <laughs> so, yeah, working full-time and taking one or two classes on top of that and juggling you know, married life and 
all that. It's it's definitely challenging, but it's only temporary. Yep, yep. <laughs> it'll uh, at least say it'll it'll pay off in the long run. Mm-hmm. But um, going back to the food, Brooke is a quarter Italian. And no, I'm half. You're half Italian. Oh, Sorry, I would, you're, I would say half. Yeah, your mom's full blooded Italian, right? Yeah, so, but my dad's like a combination of a German, yeah. Dutch, and French. So, so everybody knows I'm Italians like to cook. <laughs> so, what is something can be Italian doesn't have to be that you like to cook, love to cook, or remember, you know, cooking with your Italian family as a child, something like that. Um. I think one of the biggest things, and you know this because we've been together for quite a few years, um, I really enjoy cooking um, the stuffed artichokes that I make around Easter. Uh, I think it's just because my grandmother um, had the recipe and she showed me how to make it and everything that she measured, I'd be like, grandma, well, like how much is that? Like, is it a cup? How many cloves, you know, of garlic and all this. And she was like, I don't know this much. And she'd just measure everything with her hands. And so really through the art of cooking, you really just are like, well, yeah, I'll add a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And you don't really measure, you measure with your heart, you know? Yeah. It's just like making meatballs. I, I always saw my grandma, and I don't know if it, my mom did it either, but um, she would always, like, taste the meat before you cooked cooked the meat of meatballs so you could taste if it needed more seasoning or salt and pepper and stuff like that or more garlic or breadcrumbs. Usually you can tell, like, making meatballs, the consistency of them, whether or not they need like more egg or breadcrumbs or whatever, because I think eggs are usually the binding agent. So, but yeah, one of my favorite things to make are stuffed or artichokes, and I usually only make them once a year because that's when Easter is. But um, I think there's a lot to be said when you're cooking with um, your close knit family, regardless of your if you're Italian or German or you know Hispanic or whatever. Um, it's not so much like if the food turns out good, but like you're you're making memories and you're sharing stories and you know your experiences and stuff like that. And I think that's what makes some of our food that we make all year round so wonderful because you have the memories that go along with it and you measure everything with your heart. So yeah, if it turn doesn't turn out quite right, just do it a little different next time. And yeah, you know. I think. Um, Stuffed artichokes are tough because, like, some of my family, even though they're Italian, aren't really big fans of it. And you don't get a lot of, um, it's like a, it's a long process for a little reward almost because you don't, it's not like you're eating the whole artichoke. You're, like, pulling the leaves off and eating the stuffing that comes off of the leaves or the petals. Um, so... It's like, oh, people are like, oh, I don't know about that. Like, it's not worth it. But, you know, there's other things like homemade pasta. That's like an all-day affair. (laughs) And there's a reason I haven't made it yet. Right, yeah. It takes a long time to make. It takes all day to do. Yeah. You know, for the work that you put into it, it's almost just easier just to, it tastes almost the same just to throw the regular noodles into a pot. Yeah, that's why I think, you know, back in the day, so many traditional Italian families, like the wife stayed home and cooked the meals and did the child rearing. And this day and age, that doesn't happen. I can't cook you a full on meal unless it's like a Saturday or a Sunday because it's so time consuming. You know, you have to do the laundry and clean up 
the kitchen and all of these things and um it's just it's a lot so and we don't even have children yet so <laughs> but yeah it's not realistic anymore to make a full-on meal for your entire family because you have to work a full-time job and yeah you can't live on one income anymore yeah and i know we've joked about it but it's so funny because you'll come home and you'll be like oh i'm exhausted well what'd you do today <laughs> like i still work my job's just not labor intensive it's just it's you more know. mental intensive yeah than anything. yeah definitely you know running around with kids and doing math and all that stuff so what was the first thing that you remember making as a kid, like with your mom or something, I think my the first thing I ever remember making when my mom was like scrambled eggs or something that she taught me how to make. Yeah, I think it was something simple. Um, it's probably like grilled cheese or mac and cheese or eggs or something, just something like sustainable. Um, I mean, obviously, a sandwich is pretty easy to mm-hmm. make, but yeah, like if my sister and I came home from school and we were going to have a snack or something we would just like my mom was like you're not allowed to use the stove unless i'm home <laughs> Yeah, that makes so sense. we were only allowed to like eat stuff you know bowl of cereal sandwich or something like that when we got home from school so yeah that was probably one of the f- first things but my mom always had us in the kitchen like watching her cut things we were allowed to use the knife she showed us how to use them like a certain way so we wouldn't get cut um yeah we were always in the kitchen with like either my grandma or my mom and they would show us like how to cut an apple or Mm -hmm. how to cut you know zucchini or how to use a peeler just different utensils in the kitchen and i think that's why still to this day i really enjoy cooking would i want to do it professionally probably not (laughs) but (laughs) but there are nights and you know this that i'm like i don't really feel like cooking why don't you have a bowl of cereal leftovers make a pizza or something yeah, those are the days before automatic peelers and the thing you just push down on the apple to cut it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of different um, food I like to eat. I'm not just partial to Italian food, but I've, I think ever since Jerry and I have been together, he's been more adventurous. He was very me- sure. meat and potatoes, pizza, that's all I, all I, all I like to eat. And I remember the, maybe it was within the first year we were together my dad was making grilled asparagus on the grill. And he was like, Jerry, you're going to try some asparagus? And he's like, no, I don't like it. And he's like, have you ever had it? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And I was, he's like, why don't you just try a piece? And my dad and Jerry have a really good relationship. So he was like, all right, you know, I'll try it. And he actually really liked it. So there were like other things we would roast or cook and Jerry would try and he would like like roasted broccoli. Mm-hmm. I think we've done a few times and you really like it and without like a bunch of cheese and butter and yeah. all of that. So you're really good at cooking steak. Yeah, I'm not I'm not good at all. <laughs> I I can't figure the steak out. I can cook burgers like nobody's business, but you put me in front of a steak on a grill and it's either gonna come out either super rare or shoe leather. Mm-hmm. There's no in between. I can't figure it out yet. I've tried the thermometer thing. I've tried everything. I've tried, you know, cooking it so many minutes per side, and I don't know. I just can't figure it out. That's uh, my life goal is to one time cook a perfect steak, but eventually I'll get it. Yeah, it'll be fine. So on the subject of food and drinks, do you have a favorite drink, alcoholic or otherwise? Um... At the moment, I feel like it changes a lot. I 
grew up drinking Bud Light because it was probably the cheapest <laughs> drink you could get mm-hmm. at a bar or restaurant at the time. And you can get it at a draft or bottle or whatever. At, but it's it's more one of those drinks where it's like, oh, well, I grew up with this, but it was like the reason we drank it was to get drunk. Right, <laughs> yeah. Not, not to like just enjoy a beverage. Um I think as time has gone on, I like the seltzers, but they're kind of overrated. And I know, like, so many brands, like, Corona makes a brand. White Claw. Yeah, like, everybody. everybody has their own spin on seltzers. So, I'm like, they're okay in, I don't know, certain situations or whatever. But I think more as we've, like done the cideries and breweries over time. I really like that blood orange Kolsch that Lunkenheimer's makes. That's mm-hmm. got to be like one of my top drinks right now. Yeah, that is pretty good. And that cider we had at Rootstock. Was uh, it Rootstock? Yeah, I think it was the, the Evercrisp, the Evercrisp yeah, cider. Yeah, that was really that good. That was good. It tasted just like apples. Yeah. But yeah, like on hand, mm. it's kind of like whatever we have lying around the house is what we drink. Yeah, I... uh I grew up drinking, like when I was a kid, I, my mom used to get a bunch of that Ovaltine stuff. Mm-hmm. She used to get that a lot. So we, it was like chocolate milk, basically. We used to put like a, a bunch of heaping scoops yeah. of Ovaltine <laughs> in a glass of milk. But once I started <laughs> to drink alcohol, um, I started on Budweiser because that's what my dad drank. And, you know, as a teenager or whatever 16 17 18 years old when you're at a family party you're sneaking beers and that's what i was sneaking so that's kind of what i started drinking but um as i you know turned 21 and was able to buy my own stuff um i ventured out a little bit i've i like i said we go to breweries with uh dustin and jackie shout out dustin and jackie again awesome people (laughs) um we do that they've they've gotten us into the brewery scene a little bit uh so we try a little bit of craft beers and stuff i can't do the ipas i've tried them can't do them don't taste good to me um i have i really like the uh miller high life i don't remember where i first had that probably my brother or something but uh, i think he's probably the one that got me into uh the genesee products too because he started drinking genesee i guess and there's a bunch of different, not flavors, I would say, varieties maybe. Like, you know, you got your 12 horse, you got your Kolsch, you got your, you know, red eye. Springbok. Yep, Springbok. So I I like trying all that. And uh, that kind of got me into probably like the Bush Light stuff with all the different flavors they had. And like Hunter's, been, Hunter's said on previous episodes, he likes trying all that other, all uh, the flavors they have. And uh, I actually just saw last weekend or the weekend before when we went golfing uh we stopped at the corner store for breakfast sandwiches and they had labat blue light has different flavors now mm. like i saw they had an apple they had like a key or not key lime it was just like a lime or lime. something uh they had a bunch of different flavors like bush light kind of does so it looks like everybody's trying to hop on that train too but i would say for alcoholic my favorite drink right now is definitely those monster beasts those alcoholic mm-hmm. monsters because they taste just like monsters right but yeah and the funny thing is is when you gave one to me i can't have caffeine and jerry jerry had told me yeah like these don't have caffeine because they don't put caffeine with alcohol products anymore and i was like oh really that's awesome because i loved monster when i could drink it and 
Uh, I tried it and I was like, oh, this is deadly because it did. It tasted mm-hmm. just like Monster did. But yeah, that's a good drink choice. Yeah, but as for like energy drinks and stuff go, I think Monster is probably my number one. I like that a lot. Um, not a big Red Bull fan. Don't know why. It just doesn't taste right to me. Uh, I know Brandon is. He gets Red Bull every day when he <laughs> when he works, but I'm not a big fan. Um, I've never had any of the other ones really, like the Rockstar or Noss or anything. I've never really had them. Rockstar is okay. Like I like I've had it a long, long time ago, but. Um, yeah, I would say like we've been to a couple wineries too, and I, I definitely enjoy wine, but it's funny because like we've talked about, like if, you know, my families have lots of wine at gatherings because they're Italian and that's what they drink. And it's like some of their wines are drier mm-hmm. and I'm like, I can't drink this cause mm-hmm. it tastes terrible. <laughs> um, so I'm more of like a Moscato or sweeter wine person. And Jerry and I've gone to different wineries like Tory Ridge winery. And, um, we went to Hazlitt when we went on our honeymoon for, like with red cat and stuff. And we were trying different wineries. Oh, we did spring, sir. Um, what is it called? Silver, Creek silver, waters. silver waters with that yeah. in soda. So we've done a tasting there. So it's like, I like all the sweeter wines, but it's nothing like that I've done that goes with a meal or mm-hmm. anything like that. Because you can, like, they have tastings all the time of, like, food and wine tastings that pair together. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Just like to have a drink. Yeah. Yeah, we're actually going on a bit of a little bit of a wine tour this weekend with mm-hmm. Jack- Jackie and Dustin. I'm pretty excited for that. Um, do you remember where they said we were going? Yeah, so it's mainly Sodas and Williamson. That's what's closer to us. Um, not that we preferred it one way or the other. I think that's just what Jackie had kind of said. And a couple of the places I don't think we've been to. So one is Rootstock, which is in Williamson. One is Embark. And I've never, I don't think I've had drinks there or food. Actually, yeah, I haven't had I drinks or food. I've been there a few times. Um,. Another one is Boom Point, and I've never yeah, been I've never there either. I don't know if I think it's Williamson. Yeah. Um, Young Summer Winery is Williamson. That um, where else? Did oh, you, Silver yeah. Silver Waters. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that was it. it. There was I think like so. There was like four or five. Or five. Yeah, because yeah. there's that cider eat Lunkenheimers too, but that's more towards Huron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and we've already been there. Right. So. Yep. So yeah, we're excited to try those. Yeah, it should be fun. Mm-hmm. Should be a good time. Yeah, the weather's supposed to be decent, too. Yeah. So getting back to Brooke's schooling a little bit. Um, after she graduates or gets her bachelor's anyway, we want to take a little bit of a getaway, a little trip or something, and just to, like to celebrate her getting her bachelor's degree. And we talked about a little where we want to go. I don't really know if we've said anything yet. Yeah, we've kind of talked about North Carolina. I mean, I have family that lives there, too. Um, and you said it's the, the national, na- like, NASCAR Hall of Fame is there and yeah. stuff, so we could do that. But I've always wanted to go to North Carolina because I'm a big Nicholas Sparks fan. And all of his, or most of his books are set in North Carolina or the Carolinas somewhere, North or South Carolina. And I'm like, oh, it would be so cool to, like, actually go visit one of the places there. Like, one of his books, 
newer within the last whatever I think five or ten years it's called Every Breath and there's a couple featured places in that book that you can actually go and visit in the Carolinas and that's like that would be really cool to like go there and experience some of those things that he's talked about in his book and I think it'd be cool to see like the marshlands and stuff like those are just Mm -hmm. i haven't done that kind of exploring before so to even like go on a beach and swim in the water like that's not soda's point right yeah (laughs) is just a totally different experience so i think brendan did that or his mom when they went to uh tennessee they stopped at a place that uh one of the shows that she likes was like filmed in or something so they stopped in that town for a while and checked it out and stuff so that would be cool to see just to go go to a place that you've read about in a book that'd be pretty cool to experience yeah like i wouldn't be opposed to somewhere in new york state either so Mm -hmm. like when you and i first got together we did cooperstown and neither one of us had been to cooperstown so we went and did that and then we went to ithaca and did the falls what was it, Teutonic Falls or Buttermilk? We went to Buttermilk, Buttermilk yeah. Falls. We were going to try to do both, but we, 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 did, we did Buttermilk and said, nope, we're not doing the <laughs> other one. We've had enough. Yep. So uh, then we did, what was it? Our honeymoon was Naples. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. was only like two or three days, and like that was perfect too. So even if it's just like a small yeah, just trip. Far enough to get yeah. out of the town, and but not too far where you're, you know, across the country or something yeah i feel like the last whatever year and a half ever since i've been going to school what's it's been since november of 2021 that's when i started online courses um yeah i feel like we haven't really gone anywhere we haven't had time yeah it's just been really busy but yeah other than that i think i'd like to you know travel like other big trips i'd love to travel obviously to italy um there's friends that, of ours that actually, it's Jerry's boss and his wife. They plan trips, and Dustin and Jackie do too, plan trips all the time just to randomly go places. And it's like, how do you do that? Yeah. How do you figure out your flights and connecting flights yeah. and all these things? Yeah. Um, even I mean, even if it's just going to camp, Burke's parents have a camp about three hours northeast of us, and it would be nice to get away for a couple of days there, but like mm-hmm. I say, if we ever find the time, mm-hmm. but if not, then there's always next year, you know? Yeah, I'm hoping this summer that we'll be able to, even if I have to take like a weekend off of work or something like that, that mm-hmm. we can go for whatever, two or three days. Or even if you have to take time off from work, like we could go during the week and yeah. stuff like that. But yep. yeah, just to get away and like have a change of scenery, I think is really important sometimes. Yep. Yep, just to get away from the hustle and bustle of everyday life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where would you tr- like to travel? That's a good question. I don't really know. <laughs> um, it could be anywhere. It's not just in the United States. I definitely want to go someday. I want to go to the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Hunter's been to Germany, and he said it's really cool there, so I'd like to go there and check it out. I don't know exactly what's there. I would like to go see maybe tour or you know see some like old World War, World War II stuff or something. Like some old, I don't know what, what's their battlefield or, you know, I'm sure there's still some structures or something somewhere to look at. It'd be cool to see, oh, wow, the actual war took place here and right. to see the only aftermath of that. But Yeah, it's like going to Gettysburg or something, right. like somewhere it actually happened. Yeah, that would be pretty cool to experience. But I don't know, that's a good question. I don't, don't really know where, I haven't put a lot of thought into where I would want to travel. 
Yeah, the t- the tough thing is like so many people like I've always looked at the sandal resorts and I'm like, oh, that's cool, yeah. like to be inclusive and whatever. And it's like basically you're just paying money to go sit on a beach and you could do right. that anywhere's, but. Like, I want to go do different activities. Like, I think it, even though it's, like, probably terrifying in the moment, like, something like zip lining or, sco- like, scuba diving, mm-hmm. that would be cool. Yeah, like, get off the beaten path and, you know, do something, see stuff that no one, you know, all those resort uh, travelers don't usually see and stuff. Yeah, like, that's like things that, that are off the beaten path. Yeah, or, that's what Steve and Lisa do. When, mm-hmm. they, when they book something, they book, you know, something out of the way and you know just someone's house basically like an airbnb and like they explore just you know caves and stuff like Mm -hmm. that that you know nobody really sees a bunch so if i were to do that that's the way i would go i wouldn't i don't think i would really like the whole sandals thing because you know you go with a bunch of people and stuff it's touristy yeah exactly it's very not off the beaten path it's like yep we're here to just relax and hang out and eat food and get drunk right it's like yeah you can still do that but it's like you want to explore the country that you're in or the place that you're at and you know see more things and do more things that's the whole point of for me i feel like would be vacation but i'd also have to have like a day for having like a vacation after your vacation (laughs) oh yeah for sure yeah that's something the day to decompress or Mm -hmm. whatever i feel like that even when we go to camp i'm like okay that's why we need to come back early sunday because i still want time to do our laundry and relax (laughs) yep yeah what those yeah i don't know what those resorts and stuff like that it's like you said it's just a it's not the experience you want to experience the culture of Mm -hmm. the actual country you're going to and stuff that there it's just like all americanized it's like yeah you're hanging around people, you know, I want to hang around the people that live there and stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to go to local shops on the street and stuff and right. to get authentic food and whatnot, so. Yeah, I'm all about that. You know how I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You want to call that good? Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, thanks for tuning in to this little bonus episode we've had. Um, yeah, this has been a bonus episode of Quality Bullshit. Thanks for listening. Um, see you next time from Brooke and Jerry. Bye guys. Have a great week.